Brad's friend Marky died of cancer and Brad cried. Brad spent his life doing zen, but he never told his friend anything about zen. So then Brad wrote Marky a letter and it made him feel a little bit better. Then Brad wrote some more Sooty had letters by the score. And these are his letters to a dead friend about Zen. Maybe we should give the folks at home a little introduction to what you do. And and, yeah. and I probably don't even know all of it myself. Let so. them know who the hell I am mm-hmm. and why they should... Uh, why they should care Why about they you. should spend 40 <laughs> minutes with me. Yeah. Um, so my name is Rylan Grant. Um... Uh, I uh, have, I guess in terms of my entertainment uh, industry cred, I have um, for at least a dozen years now, though I feel like I've been saying a dozen years for like a few years, yeah. so it's probably <laughs> longer a dozen than years. <laughs> Might be 15 years. Yeah. Uh, I have been a, a working uh, a screenwriter in Hollywood. Um, I've developed film and television projects for, God, J.J. Uh, uh, Abrams and John Woo and um, uh, Justin Lin and F. Gary Gray and uh, Penelope Cruz and mm-hmm. Fernando Trueba and uh, um, I can you know keep listing names mm. and stuff like that. Uh, I mostly get paid to write kind of big poppy action movies, um, writing a uh, movie for Robert De Niro on Netflix right now, which has been kind That's of awesome and, yeah. and, and interesting. Um, De Niro. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe about three or four years ago, uh, I kind of swerved into the comic book lane. Also, uh, comic books were always kind of my um, my first love, and uh, got a lot easier to do them a few years back. And so I just kind of started uh, churning them out. Um, so I did a, a book called Aberrant, which you can get on Amazon.com. Uh, good, good to get a plug in. <laughs> um, yeah. Which uh, uh, won a Ringo Award last year. Uh, it's kind of a Golden Globes of the comic book mm-hmm. industry uh, was nominated for a couple of others. Uh, I had a book, um, Banjax, last year, uh, which is kind of a dark superhero noir that was on uh, a bunch of ten best lists, and uh, you know, I have about four other books in the pipe. So, um, so th- you know, those are my entertainment industry uh, 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 credentials. Uh, I know you, yeah, uh, because for I don't know. 12 plus years now. Yeah. Uh, though I feel another like another dozen years. I feel like I've been saying 12 plus years yeah, yeah, for a yeah, lot yeah, of years. Yeah. So probably 15 plus years. Uh, I have been, um, uh, you know, and, and, and there was a big flirtation process before then, but um, I, I have, uh, uh, you know, practiced uh, uh, one form of Buddhism or, or another, uh, 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 mostly Zen. Mm-hmm. That was what I gravitated towards. Um, I was one of these guys that kind of, uh, LA is this really has this really rich you know buddhist community um, yeah yeah and i've sat everywhere and with every teacher yeah. you know in, in this place and um eventually found a home uh you know with uh with the you, weirdos with you with, 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 with your group years ago i mean it, 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 God, I, I don't even know how long ago it was now um it feels like forever and um and and it was called dogan Sangha los angeles back then yeah, yeah. It, it is now the angel city zen center um, but, uh, but yeah, um, sat with you for a long time and eventually, uh, you, you put a robe on me. Um, yeah, yeah, we did that ordination. Don't and, ask me to ordain you. Yeah, don't, don't. It's, it's, it's not, believe me. <laughs> Good, thank yeah, you. yeah. It's, uh, I, I'm with Brad on that one. Uh, uh, um, but, um, uh, yeah. And then eventually helped, uh, you know, raise the money that, uh, that got the, yeah, got the whole ACCC thing up and running and, uh, and yeah, you know, I've been, um. I've been a little out of practice lately because of, uh, you know, I had a, I had a kid. Mm. Uh, I have a three-year-old that I'm still wrestling with. Yeah, and my right. career stuff got really uh, crazy. But, but yeah, um, so I think that, um, 
you know, this is this is my topic. I think yeah, you yeah, called yeah, the right yeah. guy. If you're going to call me for something, this is... Yeah. yeah, so I'm kind of interested. We we exchanged a few emails before this and, and talking about what what it means to be sort of in the entertainment industry and doing Zen practice. And you, I don't know, we, we could go in this direction because I kind of was interested. You, you were mentioning Thich Nhat Hanh's oh, admonitions yeah. against people like you, who, uh, <laughs> who uh, people like me too, because I was working yeah. for Tsuburaya, which made these... Uh, punch them up movies with monsters and stuff and explosions and, and all that yeah. for kids yeah. even worse you know poisoning I'm, minds I'm probably worse than you because I was poisoning children instead of just adults when when you started talking about this intersection of zen and uh, and the entertainment business um, my mind immediately went to to a specific place I mean we could probably talk for for two days about about this and I I, I do want to at some point get to the whole um the Zen liberty aspect, yeah, of it, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's very rich and something that I, I've been dealing with recently. But um, where my mind immediately went is this kind of uh, uh, is is this notion of responsibility, quote unquote. Yeah, because what what did Thich Nhat Hanh actually say? I'm I'm looking at the yeah, letter that yeah, you yeah, printed yeah, out here, yeah, but yeah, but because I, I I have I, Thich Nhat Hanh sort of came along a little late for me. Yeah. So like I had already read all the the sort of uh, pop Zen books I needed to read before I was even aware of Thich Nhat Hanh. So I, honestly, I, I only know his work when other people tell me. Yeah. But he did say some specific stuff about he, yeah. movies and... Well, yeah, Yeah, and so so, so th this is kind of a personal journey, so let, let, let me just frame it a little bit. Okay. So, 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 so again, like, like I said, I, I was this Buddhist nomad for a long time mm. and bounced from group to group, but my very first group almost my first teacher my, you know, was Thich Nhat Hanh. My, my first group was mm -hmm. a, a Thich Nhat Hanh based group. And I've sat in a couple of them for, for a little, uh, you know, uh, over the years. And, and, and it's, it's a little flowery message for me. I take to a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but you know, when, when I found your group, it was, you know, it was really based in, you know, in, in realism and, and, and it wasn't about this kind of flowery notion of things. Um, but he's also a hardliner in a lot of ways. And, 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 and so I'll sort of get into that. And so, I mean, the, the other part of my journey, I think that is, that, that is important mm -hmm. is, I mean, you know, better than anybody, how important the precepts have been to me. So, yeah. um, I think everybody who comes into Zen practice really kind of, they, they latch onto a few notions and, 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 and something kind of becomes their guiding light. And for me, it was always the precepts. And so, and when, when you finally put a robe on me and, and the reason you put a robe on me was you travel so much. Yeah. Uh, you needed some people who were slightly more experienced than the rest of the, 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 the crew to yeah. kind of lead classes in your stead. And so, so you're like, Hey, I'm going out of town. You, John and Nina have to lead classes for a month. Yeah. To figure out something to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, what do I talk about? And so, okay, I'm going to really delve into these precepts. And so since then, I mean, a lot of my talks have to do with the precepts and I've, I've actually led, I've led three like ten class full on series on the mm. precepts and prep people for Jukai and, and 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 all of that stuff. And I've e I even talked to you about writing a book about the precepts yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it was gonna the whole thing was gonna be a letter to my three year old daughter. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that was uh so when you started talking about the letters to a dead friend book, I was like really excited. The the first time I took the precepts was mm. with the Thich Nhat Hanh group. And they get you know, they get really hard line about them um uh it, it is very easy to kind of like to read a lot of Thich Nhat Hanh to kind of bathe in his version of the precepts and come away like 
really questioning everything yeah, because yeah, yeah. because that, that fifth precept, the precept on, on intoxicants, and I, I wrote a version of it that I think is uh, a disciple of the Buddha does not intoxicate self or others, but rather cultivates and encourages clarity. And so a couple of things to unpack and, and as far as like the Thich Nhat Hanh goes with, with, with these precepts is that like he was big on the idea that movies... TV, magazines, news reports, like everything we consume is a potential intoxicant, right? There are there are people who go that direction with it, yeah. Who who I mean, even even classically in in older Buddhist writings, people will go that way with it. Yeah, and so so anything that we're putting eyes and ears on is a potential intoxicant, and so like we have to be, you know, this practice is about being uber careful what you consume, what you even look at. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's what it sounds like sometimes, um, and so, you know. I have sat with him in person several times mm -hmm. and, 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 and he will, he will hammer this point and it can be, you know, it can feel like he is equating watching Die Hard with like chugging a fifth of vodka and yeah, getting yeah, in your yeah. car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so th the other thing that's, that's important to unpack about this is that the precept specifically says, do not intoxicate self or all in all caps others. Right. And yeah. so, and so, you know, you, you, you make your living writing books. Mm -hmm. I, I write my living writing comic books, writing action movies. And so it was easy for me to go to a, a, a retreat at Deer Park listen to a couple of days of talks and then kind of come away feeling like I was a drug yeah, dealer. Yeah, yeah, like you shouldn't even be doing what you're doing, yeah. Yeah, and so and so I I had a I had an existential crisis and also it's like the film business is hard and it sucks and like it's not yeah. it's not fun a lot, right? And so yeah. so you always end up at these crossroads in your life and your career and that's what you're talking about in your letter is like okay, well, I have this opportunity to make a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, should I be doing that or should I be doing this? And and you sometimes know. I wonder if I made the right. I had this big discussion with Piruz yesterday that about uh, did I make the right decision? You know, when I said no yeah. to Tsuburaya and their money and everything. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. But now I've got all this. Yeah, now you've got <laughs> this this kingdom. Um, but but I mean, you and I, you and I are in in, in in almost everybody that I encounter on a daily basis in the in the film entertainment industry. These are really smart people, and they mm. could have done almost anything uh, in, in, in their lives. Like, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I know guys that they, you know, they got perfect SAT scores, and they went to Harvard, and they could be titans of industry, yeah, and yeah. they chose to write movies instead. Yeah. And it is an everyday kick in the teeth, and it is kind of the one business where, like, um, almost any other business, you get what you put in if you work hard. Um, you, 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 yeah. You, you can I think measure I know where you might be yeah. going because you you can write something and then you've poured your whole heart in it and nobody wants it. <laughs> yeah, you can write the greatest script that's ever been written yeah. and nobody gives a damn because you don't have the right element or yeah, yeah. you don't have the right. La you know, it, it, it's it, it's not the right time. It's not the right. Um, people are lazy. No, you know. So mm. so so it is rough to deal with, and we can talk about yeah the the role of Zen in dealing with all that because it sucks. But 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 back to the point is like so. I would have these periods of existential crisis like every couple of years. Yeah. And so when these two th things kind of smash together, it's like, okay, well, I, I, there's part of me that kind of wants to leave anyway. Mm -hmm. But now I have this guy who I really respect telling me that I might be like, you know, this might be, the, I, I, I might be slinging crack here. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I am, I am polluting minds. Um, and so what is my responsibility? And so, you know, a lot of my, um, I mean, I, I sat with a lot of teachers, and so a lot of my like questioning of teachers mm -hmm. and and was and 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 you and I dealt with this a lot and and Dokasan and and things like that um, is is you know <laughs> am I 
what is my responsibility here? Am I, um, am I poisoning minds? Yeah, am yeah, I, yeah. and, and, and the thing that always came back and, um, um, you know, and I, I, I think of, you know, I think of talks with, um, I mean, it's, I feel weird bringing up Noel Levine, but I spent a lot of years with yeah, Noel yeah, Levine yeah, and, yeah. and he had some insight on this. Well, yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and let's separate the message from the man there because I, I you know, I, I, I could talk a lot <laughs> yeah, about the lot, man. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and, and, and I don't, you know, I don't want to be associated there, but, but also Reverend Daigaku over at, at Zen Suji, you know, who I spent a lot of times with and. And um, and a lot of folks at CCLA, but but specifically with you, we sat down and kind of talked through a lot of this. And the thing that always came back, and the thing that came back from you was like, look, um, somebody is going to write action movies, yeah. right? And 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 ninety nine out of a hundred people uh, who are going to write them will not be asking these questions. Yeah, and I think that's important. And I probably told, I, I'm sure I told you the story, but the the folks at home don't know this. But I was working for Tsuburaya Productions for most of the time that I was. Study well for all of the time I was studying with Nishijima Roshi, mm. and th there were a couple incidents around that. One time I was carrying a book, an Ultraman book, with me uh, and reading it on the train on the way to a retreat, and he he looked at it and he said something about those books teach children to uh, they teach children to worship power. <laughs> something like that and i was like oh god I'm, I'm working for a company that teaches children to worship power and then i don't know a few years later i had this conversation with him when i was thinking about kind of almost the same sort of crisis you're describing i was thinking about quitting tsuburai productions and maybe you know having him work it out so i could go to a heiji or, or some big mm -hmm. you know to to really get deep into the zen thing and he told me to keep working for Tsuburaya Productions that I would be that it would be a better a better thing for me to keep working for them than to go off to a heiji and be a monk which surprised the hell out of me because i didn't expect that answer it's like you you're know? more of service where you are than if you got yeah. swallowed up by the 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 zen death star yeah yeah i yeah. think so well, he a stormtrooper in the yeah. imperial yeah. he wasn't very fond of the whole uh, zen institution thing mm -hmm. in japan anyway but i think it also had a lot to do with you know what good I could be in a, you know, almost what you're saying. If you're, if somebody's going to write Ultraman and somebody's going to work on that stuff, and if I'm in there, uh, then that that moves it in a certain direction that it wouldn't yeah. go otherwise. You know, same thing. He encouraged me to write for Suicide Girls for the same reason. You know, which I was surprised by too. So yeah. Yeah, I I, I think that it, you know that, that that's exactly where I was headed with it. Where it's like you know, um, I mean almost all media we see does teach children to worship power and does yeah. glorify violence and does degrade women and, and you know what I'm saying? So it's like, so, um, but I mean, I think you and I, I, I mean, I'm sitting in your, in your, your room here and it's DVDs and books and <laughs> yeah. no, but, but you and I grew up the same way. The television yeah. raised me, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't have good, I didn't have good role models. And so I learned my, I learned right and wrong from Captain Picard. Um, and well, he's a good role model, probably. Yeah, he's fictional, but <laughs> no, no, and I, 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 exactly. And so, um, and so, I felt that responsibility. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I felt the responsibility to the kid who like didn't have, you know, um, uh, you know, who was in the position I was, who 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 didn't have a, a good leg up. And so, so yeah, you can. Uh, I mean, there's. I think we have a responsibility to 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 do that to like to talk to those people. So it's like so. Um, 
yeah, it's almost like we're we're undercover agents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're kind yeah. of going into the and sort of just trying to push the needle because I mean that is the thing. It's like um, uh, there were things that moved us. There were episodes of Star Trek that were that were talking about big existential yeah, ideas yeah, yeah. and and ideas of religion and communication and getting along. And they were uh, you know great sci-fi is like um, it's a roadmap for what we could be, right? Yeah. Um, and so um, I think that I think it's. The same thing inside us that drew us to that is yeah. what drew us to this practice. Yeah, and I was um, surprised when I started working for Tsuburaya Productions to find out how much thought went into an episode of Ultraman. You know, when I started submitting my scripts to to them, and they're going, you know, they're they're actually talking deeply about this stuff. So you know, it's not like it's completely absent there, mm-hmm. but often it gets chewed up. And and I was part of the letter that I didn't read was, you know, the unsavory elements of the entertainment business that that you have to deal with and that used to really bug me you know even like 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 i mentioned in the email somebody told me at subaraya productions that they'd heard of people in in asia who were getting murdered over the rights to you know not necessarily subaraya stuff but but you know entertainment properties and how you know really vicious it gets there but e- even when it's not getting to that level it's all the, about greed and what sells and the flashiest thing and i don't know sorry i'm getting off no target. no you're, you're not getting yeah. off target I, I you know again this is the um i mean it is a like day by day moment by moment like situation uh navigating this sort of responsibility question that i was talking about i mean yeah. I, I i write mostly you know action movies write a lot of crime stuff and so um and and i'm not the guy that just like reads a wikipedia article and then tries to recreate a world i go into the world and i yeah I, yeah I, i've I, done some of that myself too and that can be it can be weird well and so and it's particularly weird when you're writing about like russian and armenian mobsters and, yeah, and yeah. we spent months like hanging out with you know uh russian contraband dealers and armenian bookies oh and, my god you really went and into and, and and uh and and sitting down with these guys and so it's like you know you're okay oh that guy in the corner is getting beaten up you know and it's like okay yeah. well, well what is you know like how did I, you know, it, 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 it is very, stuff like that triggers an existential crisis. Like, oh, yeah, oh, God, yeah. how the fuck I, did I know? And then that's, that's, so I, w- I was going to give you my example, which is not nearly as bad as is I tried to write a novel once with Hitler as a character. Oh, nice, yeah. And I wanted Hitler to confront a, a Holocaust denying sort of neo modern neo Nazi. Yeah. So, and this was just on the internet, and I started reading all this stuff that they put out, and I'm going, <laughs> really twisting yeah. my mind, you know, because yeah. you're going, well, maybe they're right. No, I'm not, not, not really. But you know, you're, yeah, you're yeah. like, because, because what's interesting to me and one of the weird lessons I learned from Zen is you, you can make, this is, this is something that, that occurred to me during a retreat once that I saw how my mind could justify anything, yeah. you know, absolutely anything, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you can make a chain of logic that, that'll make you know insert whatever the most horrible crime you can think of sound like a reasonable thing to do yeah. and 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 the power of that was at the time i mean i don't know if talking about it makes it sound like anything but i was just like you know i'm just sitting there meditating in this temple in japan and all this is going through my mind and going oh my god <laughs> you yeah. know and then and then when i was writing that novel i got into it again i was like going oh my god there's that chain of logic where you can go oh well yeah maybe <laughs> yeah well you're making a good point it's like it's like we're all kind of um 
I mean, we are all kind of wind socks, right? Yeah. And and you know, I mean, we're we're right in the middle of a, a, a intense political period now, yeah. election coming up, and all yeah. that stuff. And it's it's very easy to, but you know, you listen to one guy, and it's like, oh wow, yeah, he's right, he's making good points. You listen to the next guy, oh oh wait, he's no, making he's making the he's opposite made, point. He's making the opposite like, point, but he's making it really well. <laughs> yeah, we we yeah. are just wind socks, and so when we get into this responsibility question, it's like, okay, well. Um, well, there is there is so much of that going on. These people are just kind of blown with the wind, and you have these huge forces who are kind of blowing people this way, and, and they're blowing people in bad directions. And so, yeah, usually, so what yeah. I was always hearing from teachers and hearing from you and and from the stories you told about Nishijima is that um, you are in a unique place to kind of you know blow that windsock in in a direction that 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 that. You know that that we can't normally blow yeah, that, yeah. that that windsock in, and so um, and so you should stay right there. And you know you are you are our person on you know you, you're, you're yeah. maybe not you're not on the front line, but you're. And this is a weird analogy, but you're the sniper up in the you're, yeah. You're well, the you can, you're the guy who went behind enemy lines, and you're doing you're doing this. I I, I don't know why I'm making war. But you can but right yeah, now, but, yeah, but you yeah. can kind of you can kind of move it in a little direction. Yeah. I, one of the things Nishijima Roshi told me during that talk was like. You can make a little difference, yeah. and I still remember that quote because I was like, "Oh, okay, I can make a little difference." Yeah, but that's better than making no difference at all. So, you know, it's it's yeah. an interesting position because you know if you're not in there, well, it, and it's it's easy to convince ourselves right that we we have to we have to move the conversation a mile, yeah. right? Um, but but and. And there are plenty of times where the conversation does get moved a mile, particularly in the information age. However, kind of like football, the you know uh, what we're talking about is a game of inches, mm-hmm. right? And and it's it's move an inch, move an inch, back an inch, move an inch, move an inch, back an inch. That is the battle that we're fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and if enough of us can kind of get in the right place to move the conversation an inch, then over time, yeah, you we've know. moved it a mile together. And I, I think that that's what all these people are talking about. And and it's an interesting transition into your your kind of Zen liberty uh, uh, question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I think that um, it, it becomes... You have... It's interesting that I'm sitting here because mm-hmm. I have for years tried to push you in the direction of... Of doubling down on that, of or being em- more of a celebrity, of embracing it more, <laughs> yeah. of 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 putting more butts in seats, yeah. of doing more podcasts, of doing more events, all of that stuff, and you have, to your credit, uh, always push back. You, you know, well, you, you, you you've always been skeptical yeah. or careful at the very least. Not to say that you've 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 just put a wall up, but, yeah, but there's a lot yeah. of reasons for that. I mean, sure. a lot of it's personal. You know, a lot of it's. I mean, there's a certain sort of like trying to be a good person reason about it, but it's also knowing where it could go for me personally. Because I could see, you know, if I'm out on tour, you know, I could do these European jaunts every mm. year. And I go over there and I'm a famous guy, you yeah, know, yeah. to two crowds of 40 to, 40 to 45 people sometimes, you know, <laughs> not, right. you know not big crowds. Literally but, dozens. Know, literally dozens of people <laughs> think I'm, think I'm a, yep. a celebrity. And that, and even though it's, I can I can kind of extrapolate from from what I experience on the micro level to what it must be like you know on the yeah. on the bigger level and I'm going I don't want to go there because there's all sorts of I mean look weirdness what it, look what it did to Noah right yeah, yeah I mean yeah, the, I that's yeah. I mean he's yeah. a perfect example yeah. I mean I you know I don't want to disparage yeah. the guy but yeah no and, and the, the crowd should know so I was I was for years the 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 president of of 
the board of Dogen Sangha Los Angeles. Mm. And so, and during a time of, um, of a lot of growth, yeah. what took us from three people sitting in a room to now there's a Zen center and a podcast Almost and 12 people sitting in a yeah, room. <laughs> yeah. 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 We talked about that, but you know, but, but yeah, years yeah, of retreats yeah, and all yeah, of that yeah, stuff, there was yeah. a lot of organizational change happening is my point. And, and, um, and my, my job as the president of a nonprofit was to be, okay, well, how do we grow this? How, yeah, yeah, how do we, yeah. and, and your job as a, a Zen teacher was to, you know, uh, there, there is a, there is a, uh, a moral ethical, uh, we can, we can keep adding, uh, you know, uh, modifiers, but, but an agenda that needs to be, that, that needs to be right and true yeah. and, and, you know, more important in keeping with what what you believe in what is important to you all of those yeah, things yeah. and so a lot of our um and so a lot of our relationship for years was kind of negotiating those yeah, yeah, waters yeah. right and i think that's yeah. i think that's important because i mean there's a certain i think right from the beginning of buddhism there's always been a certain amount of celebrity stuff i mean the buddha himself was a famous guy in yeah. his time you know a dogen probably well, Dogen was famous enough, you know, and some of these some of these people were really well known in their day, and so there was that sort of public thing you've got to negotiate, and it's always been there. But these days, it gets even weirder because you've got so you can address so many more people. Yeah, like even this thing we're doing now, who knows how many people are going to see it? And yeah, and that's that, and 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 that was the point. That was what got us here was back to the windsock analogy yeah, yeah. is that why the Zen liberty thing, this thing we're talking about is so important is because you have put yourself in a place and you will put yourself in a place more and more over the, over the years. And it's why you have to embrace it and why, why a smart guy like Nishijima who sees all the angles or mo most of the angles or more of the angles than yeah. we see can say, yeah, do that. And not yeah, this, yeah. because you could go to Aheji and you spend time in a monastery and you never see the light of day and mushroom in there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or you can get up, you know, on a YouTube video on a podcast and, you know, talk to, I mean, you know, who knows, like, you know, it may be a dozen people that hear this, maybe a million people that hear this for whatever reason, uh, down the line. Um, you put yourself in a place to move that windsock more efficiently rather, rather than inches. Maybe you're moving it a foot. Yeah. Maybe you get into a place where, where you're moving at a half a mile. Maybe, you know, maybe you're, maybe then you're moving in a mile or 10 miles. It's uh, I, I think that is important. And there are so many, we're in the information age. People are overloaded with information and so much of it is garbage and poisonous and awful that as many of us as possible need to kick our way into a place where we can be heard and where I'm not saying my message is the yeah. right message. I know that, I know that what I'm saying is, is less poisonous than uh than what you know i i i i don't want to make a political analogy here but you, you know what well, i mean well yeah I mean, insert well, we asshole could, here yeah i mean we could get into that <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I started thinking about that as you were talking that the um the politics of the whole thing you know because there's a certain i i had a, a teacher in america for about 10 years tim and then I went to Japan and I was kind of out of the loop of what was going on in America. And during the time I was in Japan was the time that Buddhism started to become big. You know, I left in 93 and, you know, you could hardly find any Buddhism anywhere in, you know, in America. Yeah. I mean, there were, it would existed. But I came back in 2004, 11 years later, and it's this huge thing. It's it everywhere. Vogue, and yeah. there's a, 
there's money to be made and there's fame to be gotten. And I started looking at what American Buddhism had become and I was sort of uh, appalled by it, you know, especially, God, I don't know if we should even go there, but especially the political aspects of yeah, it, you know, it totally. become yeah. it become very fused with this sort of very particular kind of left-wing politics and and not to you know and, and if i if 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 i even criticize left-wing politics people think i'm a rabid you know trump supporting right-wing or which mm -hmm. i'm not but but i i sort of i i don't i find i don't politically align <laughs> with a lot of yeah. the you know well, it, it Buddhism became, yeah, in america it, these it, days yeah it became weaponized right i mean yeah. you and i have talked about this a lot where it just over the history of buddhism like it it, it starts in one place it moves into another it marries with the culture of the yeah. time and the place yeah. right and we saw that in japan and and you know we saw that in you know korea and you know coming over uh you know from india in through asia and then it comes over here right and it marries with the hippie culture yeah uh, and it, it, so and, so yeah it's and, because and, and of, the, the yeah. psychological uh, uh um you know the psychological uh, uh movement and all that stuff and then and then yeah and then their politics become the politics of of buddhism in america and well, yeah, now what, I did, feels that way, yeah right? and I think I think yeah. what a lot of people in, in in the U.S. don't know is how if if the times that Buddhism is political in Japan probably throughout most of Asia it, it tends to be very conservative yeah. <laughs> no yeah. rather you know it's only it's only the United States and possibly Europe where it's all this sort of uh, left-wingy Buddhism I don't I don't think that even exists in Japan I'd be hard-pressed to think of an example of, of that yeah you know no and, and I, I I feel like people often understand your problem with that again like uh, I mean you hit it right on the head where it's like people are like oh well, Brad's Brad's right wing or or Brad you know yeah. uh, you know but but it's like your problem with it is is the weaponization of of Buddhism and 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 this idea that um, well if you don't believe exactly what I believe from a political social standpoint, then you're not Buddhist. You can't yeah, be, yeah, you can't yeah, be, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it, yeah. it, it, it is, it is this thing that we, you know, the, the, the idea of self, no, no self. It's that we, we, we draw this box around this imaginary uh, around these things. These five things are me. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and we are supposed to be eradicating that the entire practice is eradicating that, letting go of it, letting go of these ideas that, um, that, you know, that, that, that bind us to, to, to that sort of thinking. Um, but then the whole machine seems to be like, you know, yeah, yeah. these these five things are are Buddhism. These five things are Zen in America. Uh, if you don't do this, and if you're not out, if you're not out trying to preach this stuff and trying to change people's minds, then you're not you're not worth a damn. And yeah. and and all you've really said is like, well, that's not what this is about. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Trump her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like, yeah. And I, I think I don't know where where that comes from. But the the other thing, the other sort of commonality that you and I both have is that we're Midwesterners living in California, which yeah. is also kind of exacerbates all of that. You know, I'm from Akron. You, you grew up in, in Detroit. De Detroit. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they're pretty similar cities yeah, in a lot of yeah. ways. Yeah. And, uh, and that sort of rust belt mentality butting up against this West coast mentality, yeah. you know, and then the Buddhism sort of comes up in, in that too. And, and, uh, I don't know where I'm going with that, but I, I just think that's sort of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, coming from where we come from, it's like the, 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 the ideas that people in Detroit have about Buddhism and what we do, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. particularly when they, you know, particularly it's like when, when you ordained me, it was like, the first thing that happened was somebody that was there took a bunch of pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I was thankful that we got pictures of it cause it was an important, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. event in my life. And, and, but then the first thing she did, she put them on Facebook mm -hmm. and it's not to say that 
I, I wouldn't have done it eventually or or and you know I, and I've since sort of outs you to I, yeah the and, and I, yeah and I, I've since shared them because I because yeah. I kind of yeah. think it's funny and it yeah. is it is weird to look back all those years ago and see you shaving my head and yeah, yeah. and um and and you know my friends are there and it, it, it was it was it was a good moment and, and, and it marked like a big change in my life uh, uh, in a lot of ways um uh, but um but yeah so it was kind of outed and then and then so when people back in Detroit that I went to high school with who are driving a fucking tow truck three miles away from where they <laughs> yeah, were born. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, I know, you know those kind of people. Yeah, they see us in our funny robes and uh, yeah, yeah. doing all kinds of bows and, you know, this this freak shaving his head and what the hell's going on, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. It looks know, like you've yeah. gone completely... N- I, yeah, I yeah. go back to Akron just about once or twice a year and play shows with zero defects and, and you know, I, I'm just like, oh... You know, here I'm back again. I tried to live well. We could, is all. I tried to live back in Akron, and I lasted a year and a half. I thought I'll be, I'll be great. I'll go, go back there. It's cheap. Yeah. You know, I can live on my, you know, what I make on this, easily. But I was just, I can't, I can't deal with it anymore. Yeah, it, I it, felt it, bad. I couldn't deal with it. Well, it, it, it is so hard to return. It's like, yeah, yeah I felt like when I was, and, and part of it because I was young. Uh, but when I lived in Detroit, my role was this big. Yeah. And then I went to the University of Michigan, which is one of the more liberal institutions in in, in the world. And mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of Berkeley East. And then my world got is this that Ann Arbor? Or? Ann Arbor. Yeah, okay. And then my world got this big. And then I moved out to LA, and my world got this big. And then I, you know, and then I went overseas, and my world got this big. And um, but a lot of the people that I came up with, you know, they're in their sixties, and 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 uh, you know. Uh, and their world is still, still this big, yeah. yeah. And so, so you try to go back there, and you you do have these fond memories, and there are amazing things about it, mm-hmm. and it's this big part of you. But you go there, and you know, it's like um, eventually, you know, eventually a fish outgrows its tank, right? And yeah, and and and, and, and if you, if a fish is in too small a tank, it will die. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I think the one thing that's worth talking about, mm. and, and, and and that this all leads into, is that um, in terms of the responsibility, and yeah, ter- yeah. in terms of this stuff, kind of, um, you know, being in a position to blow the windsock, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, started doing these comic books a few years ago, right? And Zen has always, it, it's always kind of wormed its way into what I would write. Yeah. You know, it's like the philosophy is there, and the ideas are there, and the characters. I mean, I'm, I I feel a responsibility in terms of how the characters act and. And um, uh, the sort of idea of car- of karma that you yeah. kind of whatever you put out comes back to you and that sort of thing. Uh, That's an interesting thing to put in an action film. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. And you got to do it subtly. You don't want to hit yeah, it right yeah. on the head. Sometimes I do hit it right on the head. But the interesting twist ends up being um, you and I collaborated on a comic book. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we put Dogen in it. <laughs> yeah, that is that is being uh, that is being um, you know it's it's I mean it is. Uh, it is almost finished. Okay. The the final issue is being it's a four issue arc. The f- the first story arc at least uh, is is being drawn now, um, and it is about to catch on with the publisher. Uh, we can talk more about that off off air. Um, but so exciting times. But so first of all, it's a tokusatsu joint. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. W- which is awesome. It's you know it's 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 about a a team of of guys in like armored uh, you know tanks and, and and airplanes that get together and beat back monsters. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, but it's One of my time, favorite things. Yeah, it's a time travel story. I mean, it was you know it's it, it's why I mean I I it is kind of um it's kind of like Voltron meets Fast and the Furious yeah, almost, yeah. but with a heart and a soul. And we are essentially this is maybe a little much, but we were kind of teaching Buddhism with it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, at the very least, it has become this ground, uh, 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 you know, upon which we are exploring these larger I- existential ideas, yeah. and but kind of through a Zen lens, like 
you know, uh, ideas of time and space and how we perceive reality, um, ideas of responsibility, like we're talking about, right? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, how you treat others, how, um, in a way, um, you know, I am, I am no different from you. The whole, uh, uh, waves in a, in a vast ocean, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, 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 the ideas of the universe, all of it. This is a, you know, it can, you can read it and it's like, oh yeah, this is Voltron meets Fast and the Furious. It, it is a, I mean, yeah. I write, I write, I get paid to write big poppy Hollywood action movies. And so in a way it feels like a big poppy Hollywood action movie, but also in a way it feels like you're reading, uh, you know, I don't know, hardcore Zen. There's, a, there's a little bit, yeah, I, I like it. I, I like what, what, what uh, you've been able to do and, and what I've been able to contribute. But it, it's in, you know, it, but th- you never know. I, I, I was just, as you're talking about this, thinking how before I ever met Tim or anything, I used to watch uh, Kung Fu with David Carradine, you know, mm. the old movie. The kids out there aren't going to even remember that one. But even though the, if I look at it now, some of the Zen in that was, was trashy. You know, yeah, it was yeah. just, it was just, uh, fortune cookie zen yeah. but it was influential you know mm-hmm. it it kind of it kind of made me go ah i want to know more about this stuff yeah, yeah you know even though the writers didn't seem to know <laughs> in retrospect didn't seem to know very much about it but you know it, it's interesting how you can worm a little and, and philip k dick you know we've yeah. talked about his writings he yeah. was Big he yeah. he didn't know much about zen but he read a few dt suzuki books and mm-hmm. stuck stuff in his books about it and i read those when i was 14 years old well and... yeah and, and it's about when you read them right because I, I you know even if they don't you know philip k dick was a very smart person yeah and 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 he was interested in a lot of things and he was curious and he asked a lot of questions and so he found a quote as Zen, you know he found some zen idea that was interesting to him mm-hmm. and he couldn't explain it like you can explain it to a crowd but he was a smart guy and he said, there's something here. Yeah. And so what you saw in a book was him getting the quote on a page and starting to explore it, starting to knock it around, starting to ask questions about it. Right. Um, and at 14, you saw the quote, had the same reaction, had similar questions and then had, had questions of your own. And, um, and that eventually one thing leads to another, the dominoes fall, you end up here talking about that to a a huge group of people. And it was the same thing with me. It's like, go back to Star Trek, the next generation, you know, um, just some of the things you run into. Um, uh, uh, um, yesterday's Enterprise. Um, Which one was that? You'll have to refresh. I don't really yeah. remember uh, the title. Uh, uh, it's it's where the uh, the Enterprise C ends up kind of coming coming out of a, 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 oh, a, a right. break in space time. Is that the one where at the end there's like a million Enterprises? Or are we, yeah, right? yeah, okay, it, okay, it, yeah, 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 yeah. There is that sequence, but it's like so the Enterprise C comes out and it, and it changes the timeline drastically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, and and uh, basically way back when the Enterprise C was destroyed saving a Klingon outpost that mm. led to the Klingons um, uh, that led to the Klingons uh, the Klingon Federation Treaty which mm. led to years of peace which led to the timeline that we all, all know and love however the Enterprise C ends up coming through a, a rip in space time it ends oh. up in the 24th century and time changes they never died saving the Klingon uh, they never died defending the Klingon outpost yeah, yeah. it looked like they cut and, cut and ran no no uh, no no treaty Years of War, yeah, yeah. the Federation. Yeah. Okay, now it. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah, and yeah. so really big ideas about you know, and 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 again, me seeing that when I was I don't know twelve years old, you know, led to an entire writing career. It's like oh my god, these huge questions like are, yeah, yeah, are yeah. I like I, I I don't understand it when I'm when I'm ten, but there is a world that is bigger and badder and more interesting, and 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 there are these yeah. huge universal questions that like. You know, we need to wrestle with in our in our lifetimes, and sometimes you do it in a quiet room, staring at a wall. 
and sometimes you do it on a podcast and sometimes you do it in a comic book that yeah it's really it's really interesting how that happens and it's good that there are people kind of at least trying to put that stuff out there to an audience and you know who knows where it's going to go that's why it's the same thing i i I was thinking the the same advice i give to people who are i I occasionally run into military people who are kind of conflicted about their you know they're interested in buddhism or something but they're also a marine or 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 you know and and I'll, and I'll say, I, I would rather have somebody in the Marines who, who thinks about these questions than have nobody in the Marines who thinks about these questions. So so I usually encourage them, like, yeah, I think you should uh, keep up with it if that's where your your calling is. Because somebody's got to do... The world needs Marines. You know, somebody's got to yeah. do that job. It's unfortunate. I remember uh, one one time hearing somebody, some, somebody in in Santa Monica, I was on a podium saying, you know, we wish you'd get rid of the military. I'm going, oh, Christ, yeah, you know, right. you know, yeah. I'm going, no, 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 you can't get rid of the military because then all the worst people, yeah. you know, come and take over everything. And, and, you know, so you can't be too much of an idealist. You know, you have to kind of look at the world as it is and say, well, this is this is the stuff we've got to deal with. You know, yeah. here's here's the here's the cast of characters we've got. Yeah. You know, you can say, I wish everybody was was a different. Hey guys, let's all get along, okay? Yeah. You know, let's just you know, yeah, okay. Yeah, and somebody goes, you stay yeah. over there, and I'll stay over there, okay? <laughs> is, this, is that good? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's the. Um, I mean, it's the thing that always we, we talk about this this kind of push and pull and and this like weird weaponized version of like zen and buddhism that we're seeing and and you know the hippies kind of you know running roughshod over this thing um and i think that becomes that becomes my main issue with it is like look i don't i don't care what you believe but the moment you say that i have to believe what you believe or or that it matters if i believe what you believe and and all that stuff that's where you get dicey well that's a thing in itself that you have to believe what i believe yeah you know, whatever is behind it, yeah. that in itself, you have to believe what I have to believe is the wrong way to go. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and the idea that there's a right answer is, yeah. is, is flawed right off the bat. And they just make things way too simple. I mean, this, you know, what, what you find out, you know, we, we are trained that things are black and white our whole lives. Yeah. And the one thing Zen practice can and will do for you, if you commit to it, is you will realize that you know, the world is always an ugly shade of gray. Nothing is black and white. Things are so much more complicated than, than, you know, look, if we stop, you know, r- right now I assume something simple. If I stop and look at it, I realize it's crazy complex. But if you practice for 10 years, there are all these other layers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you practice for 20 years, more layers in, yeah. in life, existence, everything is so much more complex than, than we can even ever comprehend. And, you know, you get a brief, you get brief glimpses into it over the course of, 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 of a practice. Right. But, but so that becomes my problem is I feel like that is, I mean, I, you know, uh, if, if, if I've experienced anything close to, you know, insight or, 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 a, a shred of enlightenment is that, is that, you know, is, is that, I don't know anything, you know, is that, is that things are so much more complex and crazy than, than I can understand. And so my problem with what we're talking about is that they try to make things so simple. Oh, well, well, yeah. Why don't we just get rid of the military? It's like, well, well, yeah, yeah, if it were that simple, that would be amazing. Uh, Sign me up. If, if, if it could be that simple, however, 
Yeah, it was just... Yeah, uh, the, the world will end. <laughs> yeah. This article, it actually came out uh, several months ago, but somebody's been sharing it on Facebook recently. And it's this woman who's a very uh, lefty liberal, who, a Buddhist academic, talking about how we need to make Buddhism more available to, you know, people of color and people of uh, different classes and, you know, and all these things. And I'm going, oh, you know, it's real pie-in-the-sky stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't... And so I, after reading that and reading some of the comments people were making and all this, I'm, I'm sitting in the car with Adriana, who, as you know, but maybe the folks at home don't know, she's my girlfriend and she's Latina. Both of her parents are Mexican. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've been together for about six years now. And uh, so I know a lot of her extended family, you know, because Mexican families are exactly, you know, it's exactly the stereotype you think. They always get together and yeah. hang out with each other and have these. Anyway, so... So I was saying to her, you know, what do you think it would take to get, you know, your cousins and your aunts and uncles to come to a Zen center? And she just laughed. You know, that was that, you know, her her whole response was just like, she just laughed. You know, it's it's not as, you know, you can go, oh, we should make it available. But it's, you know, there's so many things that have to happen before. My comment is we're here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, we, you know, we, the, the whole point of this thing, we, you know, we don't recruit, we don't yeah, proselytize, yeah, yeah. we don't try to convert people. We're here. Um, and, and, and my problem with, I mean, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I think everybody should be doing this because it's helped me. I, yeah. I, I would I, love to yeah. see the most diverse group in the world come to a Zen center. But my, my bottom line is I'm just happy that somebody shows up. Yeah. You know, I don't have time to think about yeah, but, the demographics. Yeah. I mean, my problem with that is, you know, it, it doesn't involve race or, 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 or creed or any of that stuff. My problem is like, well, that assumes that we have the right answer. Yeah, yeah, that too. I, you know, yeah. and, and, and in my experience, and again, I don't want to stereotype, but a lot of my, you know, uh, Latina, Latino friends, um, you know, particularly Mexicans have very rich spiritual lives yeah, that, yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that work for them. And if they were missing something, they'd probably be out looking for it. And so what, 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 what is to say that our Zen Buddhism is, is, is more valuable than their... Yeah. Catholicism. That yeah, yeah. With the yeah. Why, why try yeah. to sort of replace what they've already got? Yeah. Well, that's good. Maybe we can stop there because we went more longer than the time I had yeah, said. Forty-eight minutes. So tick, tick, tick. Thanks a lot. Yeah. No, uh, it's good. Uh, uh, yeah. And, yeah. Have uh, me back sometime. I'll, I'll rant yeah, about something we could else. Probably, we could probably. Maybe we should make this whole series. But, yeah. uh, but that's good enough for now. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. Good to meet you.